Hey, 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 what's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. It's Free Ride Friday here on The $100 MBA Show. Every Friday, we give away a lifetime membership to The $100 MBA Training and Community. And all you got to do is leave us an iTunes rating and review. Let us know what you think of the show. And every Friday, we do a weekly random draw with everybody who's left us a review. And somebody wins over 180 video lessons, interviews with experts, our private Facebook community, workbooks, and a whole lot more that's included inside the $100 MBA training and community. Just head on over to iTunes, or if you're listening to this podcast episode right now on an Apple device, just click on the cover art and click on the link that says, give us a rating and review. If you're using any other kind of device or your computer, just go to 100mba.net slash show. All the instructions are on the bottom of the page. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the $100 MBA Show, delivering bite-sized business goodness every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's lesson, you will learn the four worst pricing mistakes you can make. A lot of us get nervous about price, how to price the product, how much to price it, how to change the price. And my motto always has been, you can always change your prices. It's not written in stone, so don't get all worked up about it. But there are things that you can do when it comes to price that can really damage your brand, can really damage your relationship with your customers. And these are the four mistakes I'll be sharing with you today. They deal with how you deal with pricing rather than the price itself. We'll talk about how to change prices as well how to predict the next price change. We got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by SumoMe. Build your email list faster than ever with SumoMe's suite of apps that installs right on your website. doesn't matter what kind of website you have, it's easy to do, and it works brilliantly. We've used SumoMe for over two years now and absolutely love it. You can get it for free and start building your email list right now by going to 100mba.net slash SumoMe. Again, that's 100mba.net slash SumoMe. So in today's lesson, we're going to focus on the four worst mistakes you can make when it comes to pricing. And some of these may just surprise you. So let's jump right into it. The first big mistake you can make when it comes to pricing is pricing based on your competition. In other words, you're just following your competition. You're looking at how your competition is pricing their product and you're trying to stay competitive. That could be very dangerous. One, because you have a cost and that should be a baseline, meaning that your costs are have to be accounted for. You have to be profitable. You have to charge more than what it costs for you to deliver that product or service. And often competitors are able to offer their service or their product lower than your actual costs. That's going to put you out of business. The reason why this is so dangerous is because the costs of your competitors can be different than your own. They may be paying their suppliers less than you. They might be using a different technology. They might have larger or smaller marketing budgets. That said, I'm not saying it's the worst thing in the world to look at how much your competitors charge. Of course, you want to make sure and confirm that your prices are realistic within the marketplace, but their prices shouldn't drive yours. A lot of people, they just try to undercut the competition and price really low. And low prices are not always the best perception you want to give. A higher price often gives a higher perceived value, meaning that when people are shopping around for whatever product you sell, they're looking at you and your competitors. 
And with a lot of people, when they look at your price being a bit higher than others, they automatically feel like, hey, there's got to be something there that is a little bit better. I'm going to get more because I'm paying more. And obviously, it's your job as the business owner, the product creator, or the service provider to make sure that it's true, that you are actually giving more for a higher price. The other thing is that competing on price is a very dangerous thing. I've been in business for over a decade, and I got to tell you that when you compete on price, it's one of the worst things you could do for your business. Why? Because you think the price is a driving factor, and you cater everything around that, and therefore you attract the wrong customers, people that just care about price. You want to get the right customers, the customers that are not that price sensitive and are looking for the best fit, looking for the best product. When I first started out, I didn't realize this, mostly because I didn't have a lot of money and I was very price sensitive. But as I grew as an entrepreneur, I realized that there are a lot of people, a lot of the market share that's looking for the best value, for the best product. And they're not really concerned about the price so much. They're willing to pay more if they're going to get a better product. And a good example of this is the iPhone. The iPhone is one of the more expensive phones on the market, but it's one of the most popular ones because it's the best one. It's the most reliable one. Now, obviously, the best one is my opinion, but they are the most profitable corporation for a reason. Instead of competing on price and competing with your competitors on price, compete on value, compete on giving more to the customer and being a better product or service. All right, mistake number two, waiting too long to raise prices. You have to raise prices. This is something that took me a while to understand and to really practice. The value of a dollar today is not the same as in 10 years, because as we know, there's something called inflation. But even putting inflation aside, the value of your product and service and your brand goes up as you do better, as you grow. So therefore, your prices should go up. Now, I'm not saying your price should increase every week, but you should seriously evaluate your pricing at least once a year. There's another thing you may have not thought of. The increase of demand also allows you to increase prices to be more profitable. If people really want your product, they're willing to pay a little bit more. And a little bit more across all your sales on each customer makes a huge difference on the bottom line. A lot of business owners, they just avoid raising prices. They're just afraid that you know customers will run away. But let me put it this way. You're going to have to raise prices at some point because of all the factors I mentioned. So it's better for you to increase your prices slowly. So say, for example, I increase my prices at 5% now and then another 5% in another 18 months. That's perceived better from my customers than a 10% increase in one shot at one time when I have to, when I have to stay profitable. Reevaluate your pricing and take a look at the value you're adding to your customers. Mistake number three, not announcing a price change is coming. So you're going to be changing prices. You're going to be raising prices, right? Or you might be changing your packages or the way you bundle things. You need to take this opportunity to make this announcement, to let people know this will be happening. You shouldn't just announce it and that's it, like prices have changed today. No, you should be announcing this months in advance. And this could be a great marketing tool. Say, for example, you have an online course that's $500 and you want to increase the price of that product to $600. Before you make that increase, you should let people know at least a month in advance and say, hey, if you want to buy this course, it's going to be $500 only for the next four weeks. After that, we're raising the price. This allows people to be grandfathered in, meaning they, they join or they buy at the lower price. This also allows people to understand what's coming. A lot of people during that period, during that grace period before you raise prices, and they know that you're going to raise prices, they have a decision to make. They're thinking about buying your product or your service. 
And by knowing that the price is going to go up, you're being transparent and they know that, hey, this is a good time to jump in. But say, for example, you're shopping around. I see your product online. It's $500 today. And I'm like, huh, that's a good product. I think I want to buy that. Then you swing by tomorrow and the price goes up to $600. And you're like, wait, I thought this was $500. I don't know if I want to buy this now. It's always better to inform your customers. Give them the information they need to make the right choice. And in this case, buy now because prices will go up. You also want to make sure that you inform your current customers, especially if they're on some sort of reoccurring billing, like a membership system or a SaaS product. If their prices are not going to change. They're going to be grandfathered in in the old pricing. Let them know, hey, your monthly reoccurring price or your annual reoccurring price is not going to change. You're going to keep on paying what you've been paying. And that's our way to say thanks. But if it is going to change, which is fine, you know, some people have to make that choice and say, hey, your monthly charge will go up. You have to let them know. Give them fair warning. And again, if you just let them know why, it helps things a whole lot. Hey, I'm increasing prices because I'm adding more value. Or in order for me to be able to serve everybody, I need to hire a couple more people. And in order to pay for that, I need to increase prices a bit. So your price was this and now it's this. If you have any questions, you can email me and people would love to have those conversations and just kind of feel acknowledged. You'll be surprised how many people will be okay with a slight increase if you have to do it. Personally, I like to grandfather people in as much as I can. And that's what we've been doing with the $100 MBA as well as Webinar Ninja. All right, mistake number four. And this is one that absolutely irks me. I hate this. I hate when I see this online. Some people use this strategy thinking they're being slick. Mistake number four is using false scarcity. False scarcity is often used when people say, hey, this is a special price and the price is going to change within X amount of time. And if you don't jump on this, you're not going to save all this money. And they don't actually stick to that promise. They say the price will change in three days. And then three days later, the price didn't change. Some even go to the extreme of having a countdown timer on their pricing page. And it just resets after the timer is over. This is a quick way for you to lose trust with an audience you're trying to build. There's no reason for this. Stop trying to be slick. This is so stupid. You're really going to be shooting yourself in the foot. If you're going to use scarcity, then use it for real. Tell people that prices will go up and actually raise prices. No one likes to be tricked. No one wants to feel like they've been lied to. And that's exactly what's happening here. Somebody might buy and say, hey, I bought because I thought the price was going to go up. And then I went back to the site after I bought and the price didn't go up. That's a quick way to get a refund. Don't use false scarcity. Just be honest with people. And just in general, any marketing or sales strategy that you hear or see that you feel like you wouldn't want to experience as a customer, you shouldn't do. Your customers are looking up to you. They trust you. I mean, for God's sake, they're giving you their information, their name, their email, their credit card information if they're buying. They trust you. Don't break that trust by being dishonest about scarcity. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, Braintree. Do you remember the first dollar you made? It's an amazing feeling. But now you're ready to make your billionth dollar. But have you found the right payments partner to grow with you? With Braintree, you can accept every way to pay, from Apple Pay to PayPal to Bitcoin to everything in between. And it doesn't matter what currency your customers use because Braintree allows you to accept over 130 different currencies. Pretty cool. To learn more about how your business can grow with Braintree, Visit BraintreePayments.com slash MBA. Again, that's BraintreePayments.com slash MBA. All right, guys, to wrap up the four major mistakes, worst mistakes you can make when it comes to pricing are following the competition when it comes to price, competing on price, waiting too long to raise your prices, 
Number three, not announcing a price change is coming. And number four, using false scarcity. Guys, keep this in mind. If you have an existing business, if you're building a new one, write these down somewhere where you can keep it handy. Put it in an Evernote, put it on a sticky note. These are four things you really want to avoid when it comes to pricing. And remember, everything you do in your business, whether it's your pricing, your sales, your marketing, you're serving a customer. You're serving somebody that needs your help, that needs your solution. You need to work hard to earn their trust, earn their business, and continue to do so day in and day out. When you make changes in your business, it's not just changes that affect you. I know a lot of us, we feel like it's my business, I can do what I want. Yes and no, but what you do will affect your customers. So keep that in mind. All right, that's the end of today's lesson, but today's episode is not over because it's Free Ride Friday. I got to give away a lifetime membership to the $100 MBA training and community. Let's see who won this week's free ride. And the winner is Gumby Dammit. That's her handle, but her name is Bree, and Bree says in a review, I craft accessories for women, and I listen to your 10-minute podcast. I'm a mompreneur trying to crawl her way out of her cubicle hell by any means possible, and I wanted to let you know how much your podcast has helped me. Your down-to-earth demeanor and your simplistic way of breaking down things is extremely helpful. My favorite episode is your two-parter about running a viable business. How do you know you're running a viable business? Thank you for helping me get out of my nine to five box. I know I'll make it out if I'm persistent. Wow, go Bree. Thank you so much for that awesome review. Of course you can do it. And we're here to help you every single day on the $100 MBA show. Thank you so much for listening to the show and welcome to the $100 MBA training and community. Your mission is to email us at support at businessrepublic.net so we can hook you up with your lifetime membership to the $100 MBA training and community to help you get out of that box as well with that training. Thank you again. And everybody who's listening, we do this every Friday. Make sure you leave us an iTunes rating and review so we can hook you up with a lifetime membership. Every week, somebody wins. All right, that's it for me today, guys. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. I mentioned today false scarcity, and it's a tactic a lot of people use because they're looking for a shortcut. They're looking for a tactic. They're looking for a hack. But let me tell you, there are no shortcuts in life and in business. You just got to keep working hard and keep building relationships one at a time with your customers. And that's how it's done. Do it right. Do it so you're proud of it when it's all said and done. Do it because you'll love yourself and love what you've built in the process. No one wants to be sold. People like to buy, but they don't like to be sold. So don't try to do things that don't make them feel right. Your job is to give them the right information so they can make the decision themselves, the decision to choose you. And sometimes that information is simply just being honest with them and being yourself. That's enough for people to buy. That's enough for people to trust you and say, hey, I want to give this person a try because they're real and they're being upfront with me. All right, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. Until then, take care. Take care.